Thanks for tuning into the Sounds of Healing podcast. You will discover a new way of being using the power of sound and vibrations. We'll be having conversations with new thought leaders, sound healers, and mind-body experts. Listen and find the path to your elevated dreams. I am so, so excited to welcome our next guest, Lorraine Cutler. She has amazed me and inspired me. And there's so many ways that I feel a connection with her and just excited to share so that she can inspire you as well. I know she will. And I had the honor and the privilege and the, the fun of attending a workshop with her and Glenn Velez at the Open Center. And I was just amazed. I tend to think more melodically uh, as a viola player of course, I'm aware of the rhythms, but the level of rhythm as a language, just it opened my world. And the ways that when you learn about rhythm, it, it, it puts you in a different state of mind, almost like a trance state. There's just so many levels and so many things that can be done. So I'm going to read a little bit of her very long bio, and then we get to talk about so much. Lorraine Kotler is a critically acclaimed rhythm vocalist whose life is defined by the healing power of music and a mission to show the world the rhythmic power of the voice. Bridging medieval to bebop, world music to avant pop. Lorraine is renowned for her blazing South Indian drum language solos called Konakal, while echoing vocal traditions inspired from a distant past, such as Jewish Nigan, Middle Eastern Toxim, and the Great American Songbook reimagined. Rhythm vocalist is a term that four-time Grammy-winning master percussionist Glenn Velez coined in 2003 to describe Lori's signature performance style, which uses rhythm as an entryway to the voice. Lorraine incorporates hybrid vocal techniques, including vocal percussion and wordless melodic improvisations inspired by her studies, Central Asian overtone singing and scat singing and South Indian Konakal as a performance role in musical settings. And she said that when I discovered scat singing during my teen years, I saw my whole life in front of me. And when I discovered Konakal in my 20s, I knew I had found my way home. Lorraine recalls that she continued to draw from her rock and roll and all the different experiences in her life to do amazing things. And one thing I, I really am excited to talk about is the level of awareness you had from such a young age that experiences that other people might have just let pass by, you allowed them to change your life. I, I read about your brother's bar mitzvah, and there was a famous Cuban percussionist, and it just became your entryway. It just seemed like it could, it sparked so much inside of you and opened doors and, and so many things that really changed your life. And the way that you embraced your high school, it seemed like they created that high school just for you, the Long Island Performing Arts. Uh, it was a high school and your trumpet teacher who opened up all these worlds for you. Because I think of some people, they might have had those experiences, but not taking them in as such big gifts. So that's one thing I really want to have people understand more is how to be more conscious. And now we call it mindfulness, which is kind of funny because it's really having your mind free. 
but just it's just amazing me I could go on and on about your music therapy background and I want to talk about that and, and just so many things in fact maybe that's a good place to start there's so much that inspires me but knowing the power of music and connecting to that level is just so beautiful it's just amazing I mean you went to Berkeley and then you got your music therapy degree at New York University and I love reading about what you did in the hospitals and how you would help people connect with like the the rhythm of depression or the sound of the schizophrenia and and all the different rhythms I think when we match rhythms that's where we find the power to cut through on this deep level to find the liberation so there's just so many things I could go on and on but I'd, I'd love for you to share about how that experience is for you when you can be with on such a deep level with someone and and know that you're changing their lives Wow. Uh, thank you, Karen. I mean, first of all, uh, it's so beautifully said um, your the way you describe um, how rhythm immediately puts you in a state of now of being present. And um, I think that that really is the the entryway in a lot of in a lot of the healing work that I was doing um, because it's so easy to get bound up in thinking thoughts, all the activity that's firing, all the electricity that's just firing from our thinking um, state of being, um, that stream of consciousness that's going on constantly through thoughts, um, reactions, actions um, and in the realm of the music therapy work or healing work um, you sure you know especially on the locked wards in psychiatric settings you, you need to be on your toes a little bit right mm -hmm. um, the unpredictable nature of some of the patients uh, in terms of them maybe being prone to outbursts that are, could be violent or um, or hurt themselves or hurt others. Um, you have to be thinking, right? But in the, okay, so it, it's more of like alert. <laughs> you have to be alert. Um, but in the clinical application of connecting through music, um, there was, there were two components that absolutely uh, allowed for a bridge to be built um, mainly for trust at first and foremost to build a mm -hmm. bridge of trust between myself and the client or patient um, and that was uh, through rhythm through rhythmic connection mm -hmm. and also the voice not mm -hmm. always the voice at first though because one of the things that we learn very early on is that voice and in particular words um, mm. can be threatening can be can be felt as a threat just as they can be felt as something very beautiful and loving mm. but for a lot of the people that i was working with um and i saw this a lot working with the teens 
in foster in the foster system wow words were just like you know the last resort because um the guardedness and the the the, the way that they that these kids had to develop coping strategies to protect themselves from all the really bad things that had happened to them growing up mm-hmm. but that were happening to them still because it's a very broken system and um so again you know getting into rhythm in together groove together was just an entryway a safe space to just kind of like feel each other out um and to build that that um that trust and then gradually maybe goals would be to integrate uh, words in a very simple way like if if we would engage in some kind of like improvisation like a clinical style music therapy improvisation using rhythm dr- drums and instruments doesn't have mm. to just be drums because you know rhythm you know we're just exploring we're rhythmically playing we're just playing with time and space together and grooving together um, maybe after an improvisation I might say something like yeah, what would you call that Let's give mm, right just something that like that simple and then they might say like you know hell or, yeah you know or um darkness or you know or or the gar- a garden an oasis i mean it's up for grabs right what what, mm-hmm. what they'll say and then that is a moment where you know you've you've begun to build a rapport um, and then you just go from there and the other thing about rhythm in that capacity what it taught me is about pacing because mm-hmm. I understand that everybody is in this quest to um, do something with their medicine story, with their personal story of life. And uh, I, I call it the medicine, you know, I like, I like that term medicine story because I, I uh, always get this feeling that throughout my life that something in my story or your story or that person's story has the, the elixir or the antidote to what happened or, wow. is, you know, what their experience was. And so that, um, that feeling of wanting to tell that story or to remedy, to redo it or to understand it or self-development to, to work on one's place in this mm-hmm. life, um, where people are become very eager to fix things quickly and that's not necessarily you know going to be long-term long-lasting uh healing right wow that's so beautiful because i'm sorry to interrupt but addiction is that you know the quick fix of the pill giving you a high yeah totally exactly and so when we start to look at life through this rhythmic lens um, through pulse, through rhythm, um, mm-hmm. there begins to be this understanding about pacing. 
That's beautiful. About patience, but also about pacing. Because we know that, you know, you get a cut on your, your finger and you put a Band-Aid on and it's not going to just like, you know, heal quick, right? You, you, there's like a process. And, um, and you know, when you, you plant a seed and, you know, watch it grow, it's like there's this process that happens. And I do think that there is this sort of fractal nature to things, right? Like we, we can look at something like that and say, okay, well, I want to... I want to heal something or I look at a, you know, or in, in my work with, with, with clients or patients, I want to see them grow so badly. I want to see that they can uncover the beauty that I see in them. Yeah. And I could work all, you know, I could spend an entire day telling that person, you know, you are this, you are amazing yeah. it doesn't doesn't work like that it does we know that it doesn't work like that it, you know maybe sometimes there's a click right but it's a process and and also too much too mm -hmm. soon also doesn't work all the time and that's in that therapeutic milieu mm -hmm. and so the rhythmic flow fine-tuning our sense of rhythm and time and and pacing has really been just such an invaluable oh. i can't even uh put any uh more emphasis than, uh on on the value of that kind of work because once you draw the connection between your tuning and rhythm and the rhythm in life uh, or your, your pacing in life um it, it's just it opens up this this world of of wisdom and and wow. and possibility so with getting back to the pa uh -huh. the patient the work in music therapy um i i understood you know that the pacing was really the way that work would that, that the work would get done um or that i even had a chance mm. to help you know even just one thing in a person you know or inspire one little thing um and that's the like going back to the example so if a if a um like one of the kids or the teenagers that i was working with I'm remembering one right now he um is in new york city and and his his um parents uh were pimping him out as wow. a prostitute for most of his childhood. Wow. I mean, I mean, this is the real thing. This is doesn't wow. get more real, and you know, and so you know, he would come in and you know, with a hoodie and and you know, just be totally guarded. And you know, I knew I I knew enough about his background to understand, you know, that we may never talk. You know, we may just listen to music together, if that. And he was you know the reason he he was there is he was mandated to have some type of of therapies and nothing was working and and um and i knew that the only way the only chance i had was to pace to pace it slow and steady you know wins the race and and um it took i would say like six months <clears throat> until we really actually started to communicate 
And um, most of the first few months were just listening together. And I call that an active music listening because you're mm. actively in an experience together in the context of a therapeutic setting. Um, and so the rhythmic connection there was all about the tuning. Like I knew I would just lose him if there was too much too soon, if I didn't pace. And mm -hmm. that's, I think to me, that's one of the most powerful, essential um, aspects wow. to our understanding about rhythm as it relates wow. to, you know, life and connection. That's such a beautiful, oh, thank you for the sharing that. And it makes me see how the, seeing the macro and the micro of rhythm, the global scope of the rhythm in our lives, the rhythm in a day. And it reminds me how healing can just come. Well, some people talk about the onion, but also I see it oh, as yeah. like scum on top of a pond mm. and you clear that layer, layer and you can see clear. And then the other one comes up because it's just that amount that someone's ready to release. I love, I love rhythm. I did health rhythms training and I did a lot with Arthur Hull. And I was, I spoke at the drum circle facilitators guild conferences, went a few times and, and just many other drumming things. So I have lots of drums and part of my healing method is, is letting people release and experience through the, their, their feeling like just tuning in and just releasing and, and, and how rhythm is everywhere. Of course, as you could explain very well, I'm sure, but all the different aspects within our body systems that's rhythmic but that you can take any container and it becomes a drum or or any lid of a pot and a wooden spoon and you have the a gong and and so much that when you take those rhythms and vibrations vibrations are rhythms inside of you and how it can shift what you have coming up and these are things that if people are aware it's um an exciting way to communicate with your subconscious mind yeah absolutely it's like if there would be one thing that I think um, everybody should have an experience with is um, some kind of a, of a rhythmic experience as it relates to music and, and, and wellness. Yes. Like a non, you know, like even if they, someone says, I have no musical background, I have no rhythm, I have no right. voice, I've, I like, you know, I've, I've heard it all before, but everybody, everybody, has a uh, has a feeling has a feeling for flow everybody has some yeah. personal connection when they listen to music unless they have you know a special condition like an amusia or, or something like that but, oh. but that's you know that's a very small small percentage of of the planet has you know people wow. that suffer with that but or maybe they're not suffering, but maybe they have it. And, um, but there's still like so much information that we can learn when we're in rhythm together. And, so, and then to add the voice, right? Because we're the rhythm and the voice, the vibrations come from within, even if it's just a guttural cry or any level yeah. of 
of releasing our own sound from our soul. Yeah. And you do it so amazing. And, and I, I feel like even your performances are so interactive because they're so connected to everybody that that everybody's just moving together. It's 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 really beautiful. And there's so many things that fascinate me and that I love. These are kind of connected, but how you get in in a, some trance state or that zone that your voice can do these things that are just unimaginable. It's just so magnetic, but that you also created the movement with it. I have too been fascinated with the birds and the migration and how they, they know to fly and how do they know where to go and this and that. And you created this whole teaching experience around it and, and how that ties into entrainment. So I was wondering if you could share some of those things that people at home listening could think of for themselves. You know, the, um, that fascination, thank you for bringing that up because, <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I am obsessed <laughs> with, with, so um, cool. with the way that rhythm presents itself in so many different ways. Like once we uh. open that door, it's, it's just this like, you know, treasure trove. And it's connected to the invisible, you know, right? Yeah. It's a sound, but it's bigger than a sound. Well, you know, all right. So as a trained musician, you know, one of the early things we learn about is like upbeats and downbeats, you know? Yeah. Just this simple concept of up and down. And then when I, later on, when I started really diving into Kona call and learning the clapping patterns. So oh, the clapping patterns. Like we've done yes. in workshops. And um, I, I saw this amazing symmetry between mm. the clapping pattern of the up, down. Because see, in, that, in this tradition, your life work is about synchronization. In terms of the musical, um, you know, like training, you, you, you want to be as synchronized as possible right. between the, the vocal the vocalizations and the pulse, which, you know, you could think of it as like our internal metronome. Mm -hmm. And so the clapping pattern, um, you know, I, there's many different ones. We did some of them together in the workshop, but the clapping pattern gives you a visceral connection of pulse, right? So you could be having a metronome on and listening, um, and taking in the metronome and that. But as soon as you put that steadiness into your body and have that feeling of what it is to have this sort of central axis point of steadiness, um, mm -hmm. it creates a, so much space. I, it's hard to articulate it. Um, I hope I'm not going That's too beautiful. far out there. It's but beautiful. there is a feeling of space that once we're, it's like, just peace. think about yeah, like oh. think about when we when we're disorganized. Yes, we don't feel space. We just feel all over the place, right? Chaotic. Um, but yes. when we have that feeling of organization, we do have this sense of like, oh yeah, there's that. There's and you're connected there. to something that. bigger because everything's it. in order. Yeah, that's that's I love. I got the chills when you said that mm. because that's what 
that's where it comes into play with the bird formations because when mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was like, oh, wings, you know, and then I, I, I since wow. um, college, you know, I, I just, what are they doing? How are they flying? Like, like in that V, you know, how are they doing that? And wow. how are they going so far and traveling, you know, so far? And I started learning that they're, they're traveling on the lift of one another. Wow. It's beautiful. Like, could we not all use a little of that in terms wow, of our community? That is beautiful. And our world and our, you know, I know it's a little peace, love, you know, idea, but it, it's, it's actually and like freeing. True. You feel it's free, right? True. Yeah. And so, so because they're traveling on the lift of, of, of one another, um, they can travel farther you know with more efficient use of the energy because they're creating the wind vortex through the up and down and up and down just it's like up beats and down beats um of their wings upward wash downward wash right and so i i started to immediately have that as my metaphor when mm. I'm doing the clapping patterns is that there's this upward wash and downward wash, just like the birds in that, you know, there is a wow. sense of travel, of, of, of migration. And that wow. idea of migration. And transformation. Yeah, yes. And so I was like, oh yeah, we're, we're all migrating. I mean, we're all, you know, there's wow. all this migration going on. Especially now. Oh, is aren't we ever, right? <laughs> and and so I, I, I that, that idea that we are in this, you know, this constant mm. flow um, really appealed to me because it also wow. made me understand that like to be in music, we are gifted this deep dive into the exploration of time and space and beyond. Mm. And that's something that I don't think anybody really knows. I mean, people know more than I, that much more than I do about time and space. But ultimately, the more that you read about time and space, the less, the more we realize that we don't really know that much. And like, what is it, you know? When we're in music, we don't exactly know, but I mean, there's all these measurements, you know, for time and space in music or the clock or tape measure you know like there's all Mm -hmm. these measurements um you know bar lines and beats per minute and all that so we have all these measurements but like when we're really immersed when we're fully immersed Mm -hmm. into the flow of music we're deep diving into time and space in such a a different way and that kind of of i think you mentioned earlier like entrainment mm-hmm. trance i mean all of those you know so many ways to put it um i do think that we the more immersed we become in what we're doing and like back to the rhythm putting you in this state of nowness um yeah we're in a flow state we're not aware of time flow we're not yeah. aware of space right we're just 
we're in it we're, we're experiencing this the pulsing and that pulsing you know like in mm-hmm. therapy or in shamanic work or you know medicine people when they're using uh pulsing we've seen that you know in a lot of like a lot of um shaman like you always see like a drum you know a lot they maybe back in the day they they we, we see a lot of photos of with stick you know of course glenn uses hands in the yes but the pulsing is you know like pretty uh um innate yeah it's innate but it's the entrainment is so it, it, it's so um um universal and and also um there is something about i'm having trouble finding my words because it's such it's such a um beyond words well i'm thinking experience. about <laughs> yeah when you can let go at that level even if you would do that exercise by yourself you're actually with other people because you're connecting to the universe and that energy of that rhythm just takes over and and you just are free also um, yeah and then the other thing is on a physiological level we know through studies that um we do become synchronized together if we're in a group yes is you know in that state we our heart rates, you know, begin to synchronize and, you know, yeah, I mean, it gets, there's even more in, interesting studies about it, you know, with our thoughts, you know, becoming synchronized and, and oh, you know, that we're one neuro, neuro yes. synchrony, you know, just right. Like we just like we decided to wear red today. Yes. But, but, you know, yes. you know, like, in a very um, basic way, when I am engaged in music, like you were asking about, like the you know some of the types of singing that I'm I'm doing, especially the the rhythm the rhythm singing. It's really the the pulse work for me that allows that kind of um, effortless, no, maybe that's not the right word, but maybe. Um, you can't be it, thinking, you can't no, be thinking it's, too it's, much. It's your nervous system. Um, and practice. Autonomic, autonomic nervous system needs uh, to be the, right. the, you know, needs to take on because you can't have thoughts. Um, but, you know, the pulse allows that kind of engagement, I think, leads to the immersion. And that immersion, you know, the engagement with the pulse um, allows that, that full body uh, entryway. It doesn't mean that a thought doesn't pop in and then, oops, I lost my beat. You know, of course. Yeah. You know, I like, I wouldn't want, I mean, the whole point of being here, I, one of the points of being here is to have this life's work, right? Mm-hmm. So that there's this constant, you know, 
like another level, another gear, another tuning that we find, right? So, right. So yeah, I mean, I understand it philosophically, metaphorically, um, but it, it's it's um, you know. I'm definitely not enlightened. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but it's also beautiful because you I've got started. Some yeah, wisdom, well, <laughs> but but I've got a, many years. Well, or lifetimes to go. <laughs> to... It is very. We'll say very inspiring. You're very inspiring, and and when you started out saying that we each one at their core has the their own story. So oh, yeah. Yeah. even though there's parts of your story that I'm, I'm like, wow, you know, but what are the parts of my story and what, the ones that are still unfolding and for each person listening to find that place with them, we're not watching, just watching someone else. We can be inspired and take things in and the pacing. Oh, yeah. That is really, wow. That's really beautiful. There's so, always <laughs> so much that you share and, continuing the theme of how you're aware and conscious is just beautiful to see the synchronicities because you you're in that flow state and then they come and you grab them and and for instance i love that when you, i read that when you were teaching someone introduced you to glenn velas who you're married to and you perform with and you're just amazing together and and that when you you're in your passion and your purpose that you connect just like you connect with people every time you sing yeah it, and that connection was you know it was through rhythm that we were introduced wow. because the you know um dean of the program at the time wow such a beautiful her, story her entry what her her idea was like your i mean he was coming i was professor at the time uh -huh. in school and and Glenn was invited by the department, you know, for a guest mm -hmm. artist residency type thing. So I knew he was coming anyway, but, but, um, but she said, you, you know, you have to mm. meet him. You're, you're, you're doing all these, you know, in her words, something like, you know, rhythmic things with your voice and, wow. and, he, and she said in like, and he's the pulse of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you cool. Know, and I, she said, yeah. even just, you know, from like a professional, uh, I know it's so beautiful. And he was looking for someone like you. He couldn't find anyone to sing his compositions. I read. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Wow. So I didn't know that, that, that you knew that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah. He said that he had, um, cause he, his music is, um, it, it's, it's, it's like nothing I, I've ever heard before i mean it it is completely mm. of its own genre and and um it's music that is inspired by five thousand years of, of history into the the frameworks wow. and so that carries the lineage of people from around the world um and history before you know be wow. you know be uh, drumming bc you know before christ like, wow. like you know to the goddesses and and Dionysian ceremonies and 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 you know um, and you name it and you know you walk into any museum and you start looking at the artifacts and sarcophagi and vases and ancient and all of Glenn's research, forty years of research is <clears throat> into the history of these you know beautiful drums and 
And so for me to be able to connect also with mm -hmm. my uh, ancient uh, past, um, it was a way to, um, to, to connect with my voice, you know, in a new way, but also in a very old way. Wow. And so in, and it was these drums, you know, it was these drums. And so when I met Glenn, you know, he said that he had, you know, understood that, that the voice was, was another, you know, besides mm. the frame drum and some of the flutes, the voice, you know, I mean, it's very much part of our um, history in terms of these ceremonial, you know, processions and, um, and sacred uh, um, events and, um, and uh, also just the, the folk musics or this village music or streets music, you know, um, uh, um, for thousands of years, right? And mm. so um, a lot of his music is inspired by, you know, very also unusual polyrhythms and yeah. um, structures that, you know, and so um, he was having trouble finding a vocalist, who yes. could, you know, figure out how to interpret it. Cause you know, you mm. can you can look at a piece of music and sing what's on on the page, but but his music for singing it, you know, it 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 wouldn't it wouldn't work that way, right? You could do yeah. it, but um, needed it, it, yeah. It's amazing. It needed, it. It needed <laughs> you, and I love how both of you are that you're so conscious, so aware that you create new things, new genres, new new worlds, new places to go. It doesn't have to be what someone else said or someone else does. And that's so awesome. And also for the world, for all of us to be able to witness it. Well, I appreciate that. I have to tell you though, I don't know that we're aware of it because uh, we're just doing it. And, uh, you know, there is a feeling of, you know, of, of wow, you know, when someone says <laughs> that, and I appreciate that when you're in the frame, right? It's, yeah. It's hard to see the picture. That's it's so beautiful. Sometimes we don't know what we're doing. We're like, yeah, let's try this. And I remember the first recording Glenn and I did his um, fan base at the time was very, they were very skeptical. And I think they were not really oh, receptive really? of it at first because they couldn't understand like why, you know, why is this singer you know, try, like trying to sing his music, or I don't know what they were thinking. It didn't matter mm. to us, but I think they didn't really understand where we were going. Of course, now they do, right? Yes. Or maybe some don't, but but it definitely um, took a little while. And sometimes I do have this feeling that, like, you know, maybe it's possible that some of the music that we're doing is really not meant f yet. You know, right. for a wider um, audience and it's totally fine. I mean, that's not why we do what we do. Um, it's nice to share it, but I really do believe that um, in any capacity of sharing music, you're, you're transcending whoever's in the room. There's those who mm -hmm. um, we've had the privilege of meeting and, and performing for or connecting with through our concerts. Um, but th then there's the macro um, 
you know, cosmic consciousness of, of believing and understanding right. the vibrational um, um, journey, the vibrational journey of, of music that we're doing. Um, it doesn't just it's not stagnant, you know, it doesn't stay in the room. You know, it, it, yeah. it really does go in. And when we put our intention into that, right, connecting, then I already feel at peace that I know that I, I did the right thing. Yeah, that I, that's that I'm so in beautiful. It for the right reason that I that um, it's not whether there's two people that showed up or 150,000 people that showed up. I read about that, you know, really with contrast. Matter, of, you know, it, I, it matters yes. to maybe how we perform in the, in the sense that your your energy changes based on what's in your space, right? Mm -hmm. but, the per, but the intention, right? the intention is absolutely, you know, the same. That's so beautiful. I, I believe, and before I perform, I I really have an intention and a prayer that that each person's angels and guides and and universal energy goes to the places within them that they need because in times all one, it, it's for each person. Mm. And it's not us. It's 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 amazing as that as that happens and that just the intention. Another, there's two more things I'd like to ask about is John Coltrane. And we have a connection also with Long Island. I'm in Port Washington. You grew up in Roslyn and that's so cool. So, so John Coltrane, who's so amazing, was here in Long Island at the end of his life. And I played a benefit. They're restoring his home, but it was so beautiful. Oh, wow. I watched his mu music and there was a quote about how healing, um, I want to read that. Oh, well, just a paraphrase quote. He says he would like to bring to people something like happiness. He wanted to be able to play a song that could make it rain and to help a friend who is ill to be cured and to play music that could help a broke friend have all the money he needs. <sighs> yeah. It's so beautiful. And the mystical world of the song and the chant and all the spiritual connections and these invisible conversations. That really got me. That oh. thank you for that. I hadn't heard because I um never got to hear Coltrane live and um but I always felt like I uh, I always felt oh. like so connected with him yeah. you know, and like, I just, I mean, who, who wouldn't, wow. He was part of that cosmic, you know, amazing for sure. And so powerful and, and, and what all that he overcame. It's such a beautiful story. And I am so thankful that you created your CD 18 wings. Yeah. And I had a, a lot of fun watching a group, chat with the musicians and oh, just the amazingness and and, yeah, oh, that yeah, you do yeah, yeah. Oh, and all the honoring of your of your father and and all that meant that he passed so early and and all the meaning just came together it felt like in what you created and share and 
if you could share any more about that experience, it's it's really beautiful. Well, let me let me um, start with the the John Coltrane because yes, um, when when I was in high school, um, well, you know, I went to the Performing Arts High School, which as you said it was it not made for me it was the first year right (laughs) i know i mean could i have not been any more um gifted and blessed at that moment because with your gifts too right yes you know they i besides the fact that there was so much pain and and suffering around my my um upbringing because my father was very sick with Mm. cancer and you know and so young and um and we were so close um so that was happening but during like you're kind of like your your years where you're really individuating and trying Mm -hmm. to uh deal with being a teenager um, which is already, you know, traumatic enough, especially for, uh, you know, for anybody. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, but to see that level of, of pain and, you know, and suffering was, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was hard. It was, it was hard to, you know, be authentic because if I was going to be authentic um, during all those years going to school, you know, reg- you know, when I was in regular school, then um, you know, I, I would have just been terrified, depressed, uh, unable to focus on anything. You know, it was just not um, not possible to be true, true, true to what mm-hmm. was really going on on the inner world. So my outer rhythm my outer melody was not matching my inner world. But sure, I knew already about mm-hmm. these dichotomies of our being because I had already had the sense of, um, I was already very tuned, just I was born that way to connect with the inner vibration, mm. uh, the inner music that somebody was um, playing without knowing that they might be playing it. Um, but I could connect mm. with their tone or their resonance of their emotion, their rhythmic wow. um, flow. And so, and I understood very early on that what someone might be saying may not actually be what is going on on their inner and so there I was understanding that I needed to kind of navigate this trauma that was happening in my home. Um, and, um, and of course, you know, like, thank God for music. I mean, music, it sounds so cliche, but it really hmm. was the organizing principle for me. It was something that I could hold on to. But not only that, it happened to be a tool that provided just this, you know, breath of 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 wonder and um, inspiration and uh-huh. um, and information too, into so many things. You know, spirituality, 
philosophy, you know, everything. I mean, you mm -hmm. name it, mystical, you know, numerology. I mean, like there's just so many things. And so, um, so because I, um, that school, the Long Island High School for the Arts, it's called now, was offering a full-time program during the, the worst year of, of worst years wow. of my life. I, um, I really just felt like these were, you know, my guardian angels just stepping in, you know, to mm -hmm. protect me from spiraling into the abyss. I mean, really it was, there was really a feeling that, hmm. you know, when you're in a trauma situation, um, there is a, you know, it's not just one thing, you know, there's, I don't right. have to speak of all the things, but there, right. you know, there was a lot going on. Um, and so, um, you kind of, when you look at, at your life and you, you realize like that you, you always felt like you got a, a chance, you know, that there was just like this second chance, second chance, you know, and then mm. there was this feeling of, of that there must be protectors, you know, besides the obvious, mm. you know, the people who love me that are here, that, that there was this feeling that I'm being lifted or carried, you know, just like the birds are carrying each other. Beautiful. You know? and, and so, um, I jazz became into it became such a a, a thrilling part of my mm. life so wow. early on and and scat singing as you know became like that thing of like ah that's it you know click and um wow. you know and then I you know because I was able to make it you know through college, high school and you know and and um and within a few months of my father passing away, um, I was going to, to um, Berkeley for the summer program. So mm. my dad passed in February and I had to be in Boston, uh, like, you know, like I think the end of May or something like that for the first, it was like a 12 week um, semester, first semester. So I started college early actually. I was on a fast track, but also it was a way for me to, to sort of contain my experience of grief and, and all that. And it was like the first semester that I started to really listen to um, a Love Supreme, listen wow. to Love Supreme like, like a lot. And I had already been diving into Eastern religion and Buddhist and Taoism, I was, you know, I was mm -hmm. just that kind of, of ravenous, you know, hungry seeker, um, even in high Beautiful. school. And um, I don't know if you remember in Roslyn, do you remember the East West books that burnt down? Oh, well, actually, Roslyn. I grew up in Minnesota, but I oh, can relate did? to okay. your seeking. Yeah, it was like one of those but... stores that, you mm. know, local you know, new agey yeah. shop. And back then, you know, like, um, that's what you did. You know, you hung out in bookstores and then I would go into the city and go to um, Strand and yeah. Academy Books and and spend day, like, I mean, like a weekend, you know, like, okay, like I'd go on a Saturday and then, uh -huh. like, you know, cause it was just a 34 minute train ride from my local, from the Manhasset, 
stop it, I think yeah. it was. Right. Or pour it, pour it. Yeah, I think you have to change it. Pour, anyway. But no, it pour it straight. It, it was my, yeah. my stop. Okay. Um, before I could drive into the city, you know, I would take the train. And, um, and I would just like, you know, dive into everything that I could get. You know, I would wow. just let the books come to me. And, you know, it's pre-internet. Um, later on, like, got into Young and, you know, and yeah, and then, you know, the Campbell, the mythology books and Joseph Campbell and, and wow. you know, myths, mythology. And, but all of those things sort of just, like, made sense in some weird way mm -hmm. when I started listening to Love Supreme. That's beautiful. <laughs> I don't understand why, but, it, well, I do. And um, it... <sighs> it's 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 like it, it's everything that we're doing now like in terms of my world world music slash jazz slash rhythmic chanting um mantra mm -hmm. it, it, it's all there and to and when those when uh. the men when their voices would come in with the chant, especially it being the male sound of the of the voice just coming in, for me it just, um, you know, I was just there. I was on the journey, you know, and it inspired me so much, and um, in ways that you know wow. I know that I'll just continue to um, under you know to 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 draw inspiration from probably for the rest of my my life it's so beautiful that yeah. you can gather that wonder of a child in the, i felt in the knowing. That the, well i felt that that in listening to coltrane that um there was that seeking and yes not just the spirituality but also in your quote that you read that i had not heard before um um that there was this feeling of, of true love for mm. humanity, true love for connection yes. and trying to find a way to make something better that you know is not right. And um, and I, I did feel that through his, his sound. Yeah. And people feel that through your sound. I can't wait for everyone to hear what we're talking about because <laughs> you can't explain it. But I want to... Thank you so much for inviting us to be in your flock of migrating birds oh, flowing. Man. It's so beautiful. And the image I have since I went to Juilliard is that you teach there and just imagine them all flapping their wings. It, it's a beautiful image for me and that we can take into our lives. And I, wow, thank you so, so, so much. You, and I wonder what you could share for the listeners to hear. Oh, wow. Where do we begin? Oh, I know. It could <laughs> be, well, for sure. Um, maybe, you know, we could, it could be something from 18 wings. Then I can let you pick Oh, it. yes. So, and also, or, please, um, how can they find you? Oh, yeah. Well, how can they learn more about you? Well, there's just Google Loire Kotler. <laughs> and how, can you spell that out? L-O-I-R-E. Like the, the Loire. Like the rhythm, river um, in France, and um, 
and uh, see, and it's see. the river is flowing it's beautiful it's flowing it's got to flow it's got to flow and um cotler c-o-t-l-e-r um they could just you know google they'll find a lot yeah and i would say and youtube also youtube yeah and um i would say that you know 18 wings is very is a new release and then of course i'm singing on um mm. some of the film scores. oh we didn't even talk so, about the films oh, you have a disney okay. movie that's, and there's just so much okay, just go, you know go to um the latest release um, yes was um one of the most you know uh, uh. special magical experiences of working with James Newton Howard oh. idols and um and of wow. course I'm working also with Hans Zimmer that's amazing both of them have been part of my consciousness my cosmic consciousness since most it's so know, beautiful college, and it's all was, the story it's all yeah, story yeah, yeah. and then and I, I've been um such a fan of theirs oh, and listening to them constantly love it and then you know always wanting to maybe be a film a, a comp film composer and then i i i made a change um in college i didn't declare that oh, as my major and then but i that's but, a connection i'm glad that i i'm glad that i didn't because now i you know i I it all came full circle. With, I may never have gotten to work with them <laughs> if I had gone in that direction. But no, I, wow. knew, I knew I had to do do the vocal. It's so so beautiful. So the yeah. So Raya in the Last Dragon is oh. is the Disney um, film, and the soundtrack is is wow. the com the the music is spectacular, mm. and I'm not. I can't wait to hear it. that. And, and there's other things yeah. coming up, but I can't say what it is. But you, we could find <laughs> if you might have a workshop, or you could do. Do you do some private training still, or I do some. Okay, I I do, yeah, for sure. I'm sure um, you're busy, but people I, can I, yeah, find you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do some um, private training, and um, but I would say that um, some uh, probably starting um, September, October, depending on what happens with the world. Um, yes, in terms of 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 the you didn't even talk about that but <laughs> which i mean you know what can we say right right you know, take care of each other improvising protect yeah each other, protect each other no we're all connected right? even when we yeah, don't right. sit in the same room you're right but um if the world does fully yes. open up i think it is yeah then i probably um mm. will will let you know where i'll be because good I'll be, uh uh, on a tour i'm sure many people are waiting to hear you and yeah. glenn and yeah just amazingness so we will look forward to following you and i i hope everyone has experience of hearing you live or or online thank that's you. what we're learning we're all connected thank you karen it's such a oh i mean really because wow you're you you know uh your work is also so inspiring and i feel oh um, thank you such a you know um like coming from you it's it's um it's such a great compliment to be oh. on your podcast and to have a conversation and thank I, you this will just be like we're just scratching the surface yes yes I look forward to more and more and more oh. and next time i'm in the old hood yes i'll let you know and i heard you're in jersey so maybe i'll get over there right yeah yeah we got out of the city yeah <laughs> at some point it was it's time. pretty over there too yeah. yeah it's really really beautiful, beautiful. yes yeah, so. the world is beautiful mm -hmm. well thank you so much and i'm excited to share your music now thank you many Jay. blessings and love okay hugs oh yeah thank you
to our community as we raise our vibrations and offer support and celebration. To learn more about today's story and guest and to receive free gifts, please visit karenolson.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-O-L-S-O-N and click on podcast.
Until next time, may you have many sound blessings. <laughs>